Yes. I know. It's been a year. You haven't heard McKenna's NHL podcast since the 2017 Stanley Cup playoffs when I was basically telling you that it would be impossible for the Pittsburgh Penguins to make a repeat or even to go back to the Stanley Cup finals in back-to-back seasons. And here I am again for a third straight year. This hockey enthusiast has not learned his lesson. The Pittsburgh Penguins are not going back to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's just, it's not going to happen three years in a row. I don't care if you have Sidney Crosby. I don't care if you have Phil Kessel. Jake Gensel is like Claude Lemieux in the Stanley Cup playoffs. He's unbelievable. He had two goals last night. They won 3-1 to one over the Washington Capitals to tie that series at 2-2 in the Eastern Conference. And that's been some good hockey, and there's a lot of storylines there. We'll dive into that series, and we're also going to discuss the Nashville Predators and the Winnipeg Jets. What a sight that has been two of the best teams in the NHL. That's right. The Nashville Predators finished with the best best record in the NHL this past season. They won the President's Trophy after losing in the Stanley Cup Finals to the Pittsburgh Penguins last year. That doesn't happen every day. When a team loses in any sport in in the championship round, whatever you want to call it, the Super Bowl, the World Series, even though it shouldn't even be called the World Series because it's a championship that takes place in North America, but that's Neither here nor there. Let's not go up mics and down jakes where they make molasses cakes. But that's an incredible story what the Nashville Predators are doing. And they're the favorite to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. But I'm getting off course here. It's been a great sight up in Winnipeg with the whiteout. If you haven't seen it, just watch hockey. I know the NBA playoffs are on. Look, you don't have to watch the NBA playoffs because you already know what's going to happen. LeBron James is going to go to the NBA Finals. He's gone, what, almost 10 years in a row? Will he take on Golden State? Maybe. I don't know. Are they still in the playoffs? I'm focused on hockey. Anywho, in the Eastern Conference, it's the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Atlantic Division bracket in the second round, people. My my gut feeling tells me that the winner from that bracket is going to go on to the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm not going to say that they're going to win. I'm just going to say the winner of that round is in the clear. And I'm sure 90% of you are agreeing with me, like, well, duh, Kyle, yeah, most of us picked the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Boston Bruins to go to the Stanley Cup Finals, unless you're that other percentage of people that crazily picked the Pittsburgh Penguins again. But then you do, you have the argument of, well, nowadays, since the NHL reconstructed its playoff format, you have the opportunity to have two of the best teams from each conference play each other in the second round. Because now it's a bracket format, everything's written in stone. It used to be... If you won in the first round, it was always the highest seed would go on to play the lowest seed. Everything was pending. Nowadays, it's not like that. Got about two options after each bracket. That's it. In the early rounds, at least. So if you look over in the Western Conference, the Nashville Predators, as I was just hyping them up, are playing the Winnipeg Jets. If you didn't know, now you know. The Winnipeg Jets finished in second place in the NHL. Yeah. Ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning, who were in first place for the entire league for a long time so you've got the two best teams in the nhl right now playing each other in the second round of the playoffs i don't think that's going to slow them down i think the winner from nashville and winnipeg is going to go to the stanley cup i think the winner from tampa bay and boston is going to go to the stanley cup but my point is there is that other argument that not everyone takes a perspective that since those teams are playing each other so early now it used to be those teams would be playing each other in the conference finals the third round And at that rate, look, you win, you're in the Stanley Cup Finals, there's no looking back. Now you're in the second round, you've got a couple obstacles to overcome. It's not just like you're in the finals anymore. But is it good for hockey? I think so. I've enjoyed the playoffs every minute of it. 
I do like the idea of the bracket style. I mean, I've had buddies joining pools and I think taking more interest in it, more so than they did in the past with the old style. And these are guys, keep in mind, who watch the NBA playoffs. So <laughs> the fact that they're watching the Stanley Cup playoffs now because it's maybe potentially bracket style and you have these better matchups consistently early on, yeah, I think it's a positive factor. And then you're probably thinking, well, then you don't have the best hockey come the third round. No, you, you, you still do, and you're going to have more exciting hockey. In the conference finals now, you're probably going to have a better chance at seeing a Cinderella story. Alex Ovechkin against the Boston Bruins. Even though in years past, that, that, that point doesn't even matter because Ovechkin just runs into the Penguins in the second round. But maybe this is the year that he just gets the conference finals. But anyway, watching the Washington Capitals and Pittsburgh Penguins last night, I mean, it's it's evident. There's no way the Penguins are going to win this in six games. And there's probably no way the Capitals are going to win in six games. It's going to go seven and the Capitals are going to win. I like Braden Holpe a lot this year in comparison to other years. I mean, Braden Holpe played great last night, by the way, too. He's making a number of saves. He looks a little more composed. He's probably got a little more edge this time around, too. He didn't start in net for the Capitals to start the 2018 Stanley Cup playoffs. It was a guy by the name of Philip Grubauer, who spells his name Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P-P. So Braden Holpe, a Vezina winner, is watching Mr. Philip Grubauer start net when Holpe has been talked about being the best goalie in the NHL for a handful of years now. I like that move by Trotz. And that's the difference right now between the Washington Capitals of now, the current Capitals, and the Capitals of the past. And there's a little more swagger from Ovechkin too. And I always like to tell players if I'm ever on the ice or or coaching, put a little Ovechkin in your stride and a little Crosby in your pass. Have some confidence out there. A bit of an edge. And I see that. Did you see the way Ovechkin celebrated the other night after that goal? The passion, the enthusiasm. He knows what's up. We can all sit here and critique him. But at the end of the day, it's Alex Ovechkin and he knows. This is the year Washington will beat Pittsburgh. Not going to say any more on that. Now, for those of you who are maybe listening to this and are watching the NBA playoffs, well, guess what? Nashville, Winnipeg, phenomenal playoff hockey. Unbelievable atmosphere in both cities. Nashville has proven, look, they're a hockey city. We've been through this before. Whole place is decorated in gold. You go north of the border in Winnipeg. Look, maybe the NBA should consider expanding to Winnipeg. Have you seen what's going on up there? They have like the smallest arena in the NHL, but it's so loud and just full of white jerseys. They do the Winnipeg Whiteout. And that's just the start because outside of the arena, there are the same amount of people all in white and in these crazy outfits I can't even describe. It looks like something from Rudolph or from Allison. I don't know, some sort of trippy movie. These like costumes these people have, but they're dedicated, they're passionate, they're loud. They know they're hockey. They're booing P.K. Subban whenever he touches the puck. And wow, talk about a guy who is great for the NHL. This guy is a heck of a hockey player. Wears his heart on his sleeve. He's passionate. He's a good He's a good image for the game. He gives back to the community. I think he's well-spoken when he's addressing the media. So we're having this great hockey game last night. The Winnipeg Jets are up in the series two games to one after stunning Nashville in game three at Winnipeg. Game three was on... Tuesday night. The series is tied at one. 
Predators have one of the quote-unquote best goalies in the NHL, Pecorine. When he's on, he's he's that good. And he's usually consistent. Winnipeg goes down 3 nothing. long story short, watching the game out with a friend who watches the NBA playoffs. He may or may not live in Nashville, and he asked me, can the Winnipeg Jets actually come back and, and do this down three goals? And my the first thing I think of is Stan Fischler. <laughs> Stan Fischler, I believe, once said what? Not a two-goal lead is the worst lead in hockey. A three-goal lead is the worst lead in hockey. And I said, well, Nashville has a really good defense, but I think either one of these teams could come back from a 3 nothing deficit. And in that game, maybe Nashville proved me wrong because their defense core hasn't really been playing that well, and they need more offensive contributions. They ended up blowing the 3 nothing lead and losing the game 7-4, to and then Pecorine looked like a little weenie whiner, and he looked like Tuka Rask. Like, I don't know, he tried hitting a guy with a stick. <laughs> so the Winnipeg Jets go on a win, and what it's just it is. It's an amazing sight. If you don't watch hockey, just watch a Winnipeg Jets and Nashville Predators game. Just do it. Just watch for like 10 minutes, then go turn on LeBron. And then you might find yourself reverting back to the, the Winnipeg Jets game and Nashville Predators game during the third period when it's tied and everyone's going crazy and there's a lot of emotions going on and people are hitting people and you'll love it. But anyways, so we enter game four. A lot of question marks surrounding the Predators. All of a sudden, their backs are against the wall. They've been the head honchos all year. How do you do from Timbuktu, Nashville Predators, and Pecorine, P.K. Subban, Roman Yossi and company go out there. They play a well-composed game. I felt like they controlled a majority of the game, and they win, 2-1. to one. But here's the thing. They're up one nothing, and I want to say it's in the first period. Winnipeg Jets get a flurry of offense, come down the right side, get a couple shots on Pecorine. All of a sudden, there's a wide-open net, a loose rebound, and a 23-year-old by the name of Josh Morrissey, who plays defense for the Winnipeg Jets, has a wide-open net, Looks to backhand it in. He doesn't get all of it on the backhand. He probably wish he could have had a little more. Puck is moving slow into the net. Everyone from Winnipeg gets up like they're about to do the wave. And then they sit back down and put their hands on their heads and cover their faces because Pecorine sprawls across, loses his stick. I don't know if, I don't think he threw it because if he did, they would probably call a penalty shot. So it looked like he lost it. The goaltender's stick goes upside down, stands straight up. And the knob of his stick stops the puck from going in. I don't know if I've seen anything like that since Dominic Hasek was in the Stanley Cup playoffs and with the Buffalo Sabres back in like 1999. You can check out more about that on Hooked on Hockey Magazine because I feel bad for this guy Morrissey. It would have been his first career playoff goal. But no one's talking about Morrissey. They're talking about Rene's save. And what do you know? My main man, P.K. Subban. (laughs) Later in the game, Predators going to power play. All of Winnipeg is booing this guy, and it's like a consistent correlated boo, too. It doesn't sound like different parts of the arenas are booing him at different times. It's like all at once, which is cool. Hey, good for you guys, Winnipeg. But Subban thrives off of that. He wants the attention. He's someone who would fit great with the Dallas Cowboys. He would be great in New York with the Yankees, the Mets. He wants the attention. He wants you to hate him. He puts that Ovechkin in his stride and that Crosby on his pass and that Kopitar in his shot. He's out there quarterback in the power play. He gets it. The fans are booing him. Trust me, he can hear it. <laughs> he fakes a shot, dishes to one side of the umbrella, and he immediately calls for a back. Like, he just makes it obvious. Like, everyone on the ice in Winnipeg knows this shot is coming. 
the Jets bench, the Predators. Everyone knows. Everyone in the building. We're all sitting here watching on TV, and we know this shot is coming. PK is going to one-time it. He's just going to make it. A great shot from the point inside the blue lines, which is just above the pad, side of the blocker on Connor Hellebuck. Mid-level shot, just in case if Subban wants it to get deflected. Perfect shot. Boom. In. Two nothing Predators. That's a highlight you have to watch. So then the game goes on. We're moving on to the third period. And, you know, Jeremy Roenick, NBC Sports. I love Jeremy Roenick, by the way. I was a big fan of his when he played. I think he does a really good job on the air. Great personality. Roenick is going on and on and about how Patrick Laine has yet to score in the series. And he looks frustrated. And, you know, look, this kid is 19 and he's young. He's like Eli Manning, if you're a football fan. Remember when Eli, maybe Eli Manning is still like this? Where he just like mopes and makes all these faces. Well, that's what Patrick Laine was like last night because he's frustrated because he was getting some opportunities, but he just he wasn't executing. And I like the advice Ronick gave to him. It's like, look, when you're not scoring in the playoffs, this is Stanley Cup playoffs. No one gives a you-know-what. you got to find a way to do something else and, and, and contribute. Go hit, block a shot. I don't know, chip, chip a puck off the glass for once, Laine. You don't have to make a perfect pass. So the game is 2-0. Keep that Rene save in mind. About 49.6 seconds left in regulation. Jets pull the goalie. They have an offensive draw play set up. Uh, I believe it's Paul Stasny. He's a lefty, so it's on the left circle. Stasny wins it clean with his backhand. Goes to line A. He's a right-handed shot to the left of Stasny. Puts it home five-hole scores. Awesome. Winnipeg goes off. Line A scores. You know, line A scores. Next shift, he's got this little... Ovechkin in his stride and Crosby in his pass. He's got that swagger back. And it just boils down to, again, with 1.5 seconds, the Jets have that same offensive draw in the offensive zone on the left side. Stasny taking the face off. Same play. So you think. Line A right behind him. Right-handed shot. They win the draw. It looks like Line A goes to shoot the puck. Maybe he muffs it, but then two or three Jets go to that right post and oh boy, man, if they had half of a second more, maybe they have more time to settle that puck and either goes in or Pecorino woos us and makes another outstanding save because the Nashville Predators went on to win 2-1. to one. And if Pecorino doesn't make that magical save with his stick standing straight up on the knob of his stick on a defenseman 23 years old by the name of Josh Morrissey, then perhaps we're not having this conversation and the Winnipeg Jets are one game away because they probably would have won in overtime, from going to the Western Conference Finals and the Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history because they were the Atlanta Thrashers and the Eastern Conference Finals before this. No, the original Winnipeg Jets became the Phoenix Coyotes back in the 90s. So if you haven't watched any hockey, you should, and you should watch the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Nashville Predators and the Winnipeg Jets. Both series tied at two. Can you imagine if both go to a Game 7? Or all four remaining series go to a Game 7? I couldn't even tell you the last time that happened. Maybe that's something I should look up. Maybe that's something I should write about. Thanks for listening into this podcast. You can follow me on social media. Facebook, McKenna NHL. Instagram, McKenna underscore NHL. Twitter, if you use the hashtag McKenna's Digest and ask me an NHL question, you might be fortunate enough to have it answered over this podcast, or at least it will be answered in a Hooked on Hockey magazine NHL mailbag. I'm Kyle McKenna. See you at the rink.